G'day. There are seven areas of life and there are seven levels of life, seven levels of human being and the seven areas of life total human awareness. <clears throat> Today we're talking about romance. As you well know, there are people who whose appetite is for very physical love, uh, lust. And in that area of life, we call, we call that got to, they, are, they have to be super infatuated with the person they're with. Infatuation means that we just sit, don't see fault. Uh, we don't see anything wrong. We're very infatuated. And that infatuation will lead ultimately to its other side, which is called resentment. Now, whenever you hear about someone stalking one person or uh, uh, domestic violence, or you hear about somebody in a state of um, uh, depressive suicide or something over a relationship, you know that that individual is in a got-to state. Now, Infatuation breeds resentment and elation, which is the experience of finding somebody special, leads to depression. And so there are, uh, there are uh, many ways to uh, um, be attracted and so-called fall in love with a person at the level of infatuation or what we call attraction and repulsion, which is got to. This is very, very important because the libido of a human being is at its highest, it, 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 at its sexual highest, in a got-to state. Got to have you, got to be with you, and, and, and then got to get away from you and got to not be with you. But this is the state of mind where fertility is at its maximum. Um, and so the probability of pregnancy and the probability of uh, 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 fertility at a got-to state is the absolute maximum. And many times I've worked with people over the years where there is infertility or there's a struggle to get pregnant. And it's, the reason is not because there's a lack of love. The reason is because there's a lack of infatuation. In other words, they might have had, had a child or they've been together four or five years already and know each other quite well and sex has become part of their intimacy and their connection, but it's no longer the lust and the... Uh, the grindy, original, lava-like uh, fertility when they first met. And I've had to re help them go down in consciousness, in a sense, go down from love to to got to instead of got to to love to in order to create uh, fertility. And it works. Should is a very religious paradigm where we say, uh, you should be with this person, I should be with you, you should be with me. And that's a really hard grind because it's a very intellectual relationship and it's a very intellectual love and it leads to a lot of this um, discriminatory, religious sort of separation, hierarchy, men, women, women, men, and things like this. So should is also available to everybody, should be with you, should be not with you, should be here tonight, we should go out, we should have a date night, we should be with the kids, we should, 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 should. And this sort of relationship is... Is, is absolutely no question one step better than got to because got to leads to, in a sense it's a it's it has its roots in primal violence and can lead to quite uh, uh, extreme emotional attraction and repulsion 
um, verbal or non-verbal. Should uh, is less violent and less aggressive, but it's very also very claustrophobic because it's the moral high ground. It's righteousness, and I know more than you, and you shouldn't, and you should, you should be with me. You shouldn't do this, and you should do that. And usually, people in a should area of life end up in some form of affair or some form of bound relationship that's not based on uh, intimacy and love. Need to is getting healthy. Uh, I need you and you need me. And there's a lot of neediness. Uh, it, it builds a lot of relationships. Um, when you do your vision quest and when you sit down, you, you suddenly realise how much you need the other person you're with. And you, you might say, geez, I need, to, I need to share this with you. I need to ask you about this. I need to question this vision I'm doing. Or I'm thinking about a new job. What I need to get your opinion. I need, need, need. And this um, codependency is what therapists spend a massive amount of time trying to untangle because it is certainly an absolutely greater than 33% overlap as we've talked about already in the 30 days. It's certainly greater than the 33% overlap and it causes a massive pushing and pulling from an emotional point of view because people lost their independence. We're heading up the pyramid now and we're talking in, in terms of the want to level of life. And want to is where two hearts meet. And this is the most romantic because it's, it's firstly still in touch with the sexuality of, of got to and should. <clears throat> it's still in touch with the prim primal attraction and repulsion. It's still got all the essence of it. And, and yet it's more evolved and it's, it's expressed in, 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 a, in a level of appetite. I want you. I want to be with you. I really want you. And it's what people sometimes say when they've um, gone through a conflict or had an affair and they say, I still want you. I still want to be with you. And it means that it's, it's no longer, it's tamed. The tiger has been tamed. It's not any longer uh, rabid, rabid desire. It's not any longer rabid got to have you. It's now a more tamed thing. And I don't think it's that unhealthy to be in a relationship that says, I want to be with you. I want you. I want to be with you. And I want to share my life with you. It's a choice. It's coming, as Maslow said, want is the highest level of self-actualization within the human psychology. So this is a pretty engaged space. However, and I would think at a roundabout want, you're at 33%. The, the whole thing about the two circles of overlap and vesica Pisces and 33% overlap and having two lives connected, the next levels are moving towards a... a, a more like the two circles overlapping, the two lives overlapping, 33%, but the individual becomes stronger and stronger. And to say that I love you unconditionally means I'm responsible 100% for my life. I have a very clear vision because you can't love one person and hate another. You can't hate one person love another. To say I love you unconditionally is really a great question. It's a challenge to stay in a space where not all physicality and intimacy is, is, is the communication. It can be non-verbal communication and it can be non-local communication. So going up from want to to love to is very, very sacred. And I wrote a book about it called Sacred Love. Um, it's a very sacred space. It's what, when we talk about Tantra or energy exchange between two people, 
and you know, uh, on the cover of my sacred love book, it has the picture of the Buddha split into his masculine and uh, feminine sides. And this intimacy is it's more than just jiggy jig and orgasms and uh, want and, and, and things. It's, 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 it's more about a, a meditation where two lives, where two beings merge, even though their lives are kept uh, 33% and 66% respectively separate. I think it's worth just exploring this and uh, thinking it through in what level are you at and what level is your partner at and what level are you writing your vision at? Uh, are you writing it from a, this, this is what I love to do or you're writing at from this is what I got to do or need to do? And this is very important right now when you're starting to formulate the vision of the future. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day.